Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hey everyone, welcome to this edition of Southern Race Week right here on your great racing station. I am William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and I tell you, this past weekend at Daytona International Speedway, we saw one heck of a bumping, beating, and banging. It was everything that we promised you it would be, and it was everything that Chase Elliott said. If you can guarantee one thing, and I quote him, you can guarantee one thing. When you go to race at Daytona, you better have your belts tightened up real tight because you eventually are going to hit something and you're going to hit it hard today we're going to get you up to speed and get you updated on ryan newman and his recovery from the accident on the last 100 yards of the final lap of the daytona 500 uh the good news is as he is awake and he is talking to his family and friends and doctors so that is great news this week's show we're going to kind of recap that a little bit here in just a second with alfie and talk about the nascar boys and their big toys but we're also going to catch up with brandon hutchson the man the myth the legend himself he is the general manager for atlanta motor speedway personal friend of ours and we're going to uh, let alfie it's going to talk to him uh, and get real down and dirty and find out everything that is going on. In fact, this is going to be the Atlanta Motor Speedway special edition of Southern Race Week. As you know, Atlanta Motor Speedway, we're giving you a chance to win tickets to the upcoming race. Check out Southern Race Week on Facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. Look for the Atlanta Motor Speedway Folds of Honor Quick Trick 500 logo. Like and share that post and you could be entered to win. Brandon Hudson on the show this week and then uh we're gonna talk with him in two segments by golly it's got so much we need to talk about the 20 and 20 things that they've done to improve on the tracks and a whole lot more doug rice is also going to stop by a little bit uh, and talk about vegas races coming up and get his thoughts on the safety of the sports and especially after what happened to ryan and daytona i'm adam alexander part of the nascar coverage on fox sports one and you're listening to southern race week hello and welcome back to this week's edition of southern race week radio along the far-flung southern race week radio network it's southie bringing you yet again another brand new week's edition of southern race week radios we got done with the chaotic and oh just a just a crazy weekend at daytona and now the uh, nascar cup series will move out west for the West Coast Swing, and we begin that this upcoming weekend at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and we welcome into the Food Depot Hotline the lead announcer, the main man of the booth for the Performance Racing Network, which will have the radio coverage of the Vegas race this upcoming weekend on Sunday, and also have uh, Action Friday and Saturday as well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Doug Well, you didn't stick the landing, but that was pretty good. <laughs> what would you give it on a score if you're the Russian I'm, judge? I'm going to say 8-5. Ah, yes. Well, that's what I was kind of going wife for that. sitting here with me. She agrees. So. <laughs> well, Mr. Rice, thank you so much, and we welcome you into uh, this 2020 brand-new season of Southern Reese Week Radio. As, uh, normally, you are a regular friend of the program, and we really agree, uh, appreciate all your great wisdom and knowledge when it comes to the uh, world of NASCAR. But you guys are getting ready for your first broadcast of the season as the West Coast Swings uh, begins in Las Vegas this upcoming weekend. So as you are in Vegas right now, 
uh, getting ready for the weekend. Are you guys ready to go as far as radio broadcasting uh, for NASCAR here in 2020? Well, we better be because you know, <laughs> yeah. it's just a couple of days away. <laughs> uh, we will have, I think, almost the identical crew that did this race last year. Myself and Mark Garrow in the booth and in the turns, it'll be uh, Rob Albright and Pat Patterson and Brett McMillan and Brad Gilley, Wendy Venturini and Heather DeBow on pit road. So it'll be voices that people are really used to a couple of new features in the pre-race show and, you know, a a reinvigorated storyline. I think everybody feels pretty excited about the year. Well, we're really excited to have a performance racing network uh, with the coverage this upcoming weekend. Uh, PR, uh, it's goprn.com is the website. You can also download the uh, PRN radio app to your phone, and you'll be able to listen to all the coverage uh, coming up this weekend at uh, Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the Pennzoil 400 presented by Jiffy Lube. And the radio coverage will begin at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time uh, with the green flag at about 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. Now, obviously, the big story out of Daytona was uh, Ryan Newman's uh, incident and what a devastating crash that was. But how amazing it, the video came out earlier uh, this week of him basically walking out of the hospital with his two kids, one on each side of him. Give me your thoughts, first of all, on the accident, Ryan Newman walking out of the hospital, and also your thoughts on the safety of these cars throughout the years. Number one, the accident, in my mind, is just a byproduct of racing on what used to be restrictor plate tracks, but these super speedways. Uh, you're trying to win the Daytona 500. Uh, the gloves come off with a couple of laps to go. Nobody did anything wrong. Uh, nobody tried to wreck each other. Uh, Ryan Blaney thought he had a shot. Ryan Newman had a shot. Turns out uh, it's Denny Hamlin that comes away with the win. So that's as long as they're going to race on these two-and-a-half-mile super speedways, there is the potential for that kind of accident. Addressing the safety issue, if that happens a dozen years ago, mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about something different. Yeah. And it, it would the, the ending would have been tragic. But the progression... And sometimes the mind-numbing precision that NASCAR works on safety paid off. I've actually told NASCAR officials sometimes, you guys talk about safety too much. But it it paid off. It worked beautifully. The systems worked. Um, And there there is a bar that goes across the top part of the windshield, and it's actually called the Newman bar that's welded into the car that Ryan Newman asked for about 10 years ago because he's very analytical. He has an engineering degree from Purdue, and he goes, this is the part of the car that needs more strength, and that's probably the part of the car that saved his life or kept him from getting really seriously injured in Daytona. So NASCAR's worked on these machines a great deal. I I think there's no doubt they are the safest race cars on the planet, bar none, And, and they will continue to work on them and if it can if it can take the kind of pounding it took in Daytona and Ryan Newman spends less than two days in the hospital, uh, that's that's all I need to know. Speaking with Doug Wright of the Performing Racing Network, you'll be able to hear him and the rest of the PRN crew this upcoming Sunday for uh, action in the NASCAR Cup Series as we head west to Las Vegas Motor Speedway, the first broadcast of the Performance Racing Network here, 2020. Now, um, sir, a lot of changes in the offseason, drivers switching teams, um, so many different kind of news and headlines for you. And, of course, the, this is the really excited about the rookie class 
for this season in NASCAR. But for all the storylines that happened in the offseason, Mr. Rice, what was the one thing that for you was uh, kind of the top thing you, maybe you're excited about seeing as far as driver changes and, and things like that? Well, the whole moving the crew chiefs around at Penske Racing. Right. Uh, separating two guys that had won championships from the crew chiefs that they had won them with because Roger Penske wasn't happy with the performance level. They all won last year, but not at the level that he wanted. And so they moved the people around and swapped out those teams. I'm really curious to see what happens there. I'm also curious to see what Matt Benedetto does with the Wood Brothers. Mm -hmm. That's not been a great ride, but it's been a good car. Uh, He's highly touted. You talk to anybody in the garage, and they think that he's got a lot of talent. So I'm I'm curious. And then then the story that I think will follow throughout the year will be Jimmy Johnson in his final season. Um, he didn't grab another Daytona 500, but you know he'd already checked that box. He's checked every box there is. Uh, there's nothing left for him to to do as far as rounding out his career. But I know there's a lot of folks who would love to see Jimmy Johnson at least get a win in his final season like Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon did. Now, he obviously, he's, he's struggled the last few years, but he didn't make the playoffs last year, which was the first time he's never in some way was a, a part of the playoffs. Do you think he'll make the playoffs this year? Ooh, I think he'll make the playoffs, but I don't think he's going to be a guy that advances deep into the playoffs. And the only reason I'm saying that, you know, and I, I respect and admire Jimmy Johnson and his career and Jimmy Johnson the person, He's gone almost a thousand days now without winning a race. Wow. I, I mean, that's a long time, especially and for a guy who's won seven ju- championships. You know. Yes, and you don't just there. There is no easy button. There is no flip the switch. Wow, we found what's going on, and away we go. And I just, you know, in my time of covering this, teams and drivers that have droughts that long. They don't normally snap out of him. Could he win a race? Absolutely. But, you know, I, I, I have a saying, that you know, the calendar is undefeated. It is never lost. That's right. And Jimmy Johnson's <laughs> 45 years old. And if you lose one little tick of the ability to turn the perfect lap, there are other guys that have him. And, and, and that makes it more difficult. Now, obviously, being out in Vegas, you're going to be out there for the weekend enjoying some great NASCAR action. But, uh, you know, I'm always curious about what you guys do out there on the off time and when you're not at the track. Is, is there any kind of games you like to play, or, or what do you enjoy doing in Vegas when you have a little well, downtime? We, we stay here at the South Point Casino, which yeah. sponsors the fall race at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And I absolutely love this place. I'm not I'm not a big Vegas strip guy, but this place <laughs> is so much it, – it, 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 almost all the NASCAR teams stay here. When the NASCAR teams aren't here, the rodeo guys are here. But don't let that make you think that it's anything but top shelf. It's very, very nice. And, you know, we'll we'll all gamble a little bit. I think I've paid for a couple of light bulbs here. And and try try to catch the shows. My wife and I were going to go see the Doobie Brothers down at the Venetian. Oh, man. And, they, 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 but uh, one of them's sick, and so they canceled all their shows. There is no shortage of things to get involved in out here. You're right about that. Now, uh, Mr. Rice, if our listeners want to follow you on social media, keep up with what's going on you and the in the PRN, what can they do? Where can they go to follow you guys? Well, for the Performance Racing Network, it's at PRN Live. And we have about three different people that tweet on that account and do a great job with it. So that's that's a really good follow. If you want to follow what I'm doing, 
Uh, you can follow me at Riceman61. I'm also on Instagram, and you can follow me over there. So uh, there's a lot. And, and most most of what I tweet about is is involving NASCAR. You might get a little bit of App State football and some sci-fi, but probably <laughs> 85% of it has something to do with racing. Well, you'll be able to hear Mr. Rice and the entire PR and crew this upcoming Sunday for the running of the Pennzoil 400 presented by Jiffy Louvre at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Pre-race coverage will begin at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time with the green flag dropping about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, the website, goprn.com, or download the PRN radio app to listen to all the coverage live from Las Vegas. Mr. Rice, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us this week on Southern Race Your Grady. Have a great call on Sunday, and we'll see you actually in a couple of weeks down here at Atlanta Motor Speedway. We'll be in the ATL before long. Thanks so much for having me on. Hey, this is NASCAR driver Trevor Bain, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie bringing you yet again another brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio as we are in the midst of the 2020 NASCAR season. It's hard to believe that we were just in Daytona uh, a few weeks ago, and by the time we know it, NASCAR World will be arriving to Atlanta Motor Speedway as that will become the capital of NASCAR country as hundreds of hundreds and thousands and thousands of NASCAR's uh, most dedicated fans will assemble at Atlanta Motor Speedway and get set for a great, great weekend. Uh, March, uh, let's see, the 13th, uh, let me see here, as we got the... Uh, the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th of March at Atlanta Motor Speedway, the Folds of Honor QT 500 weekend. And we welcome on the Food Depot hotline the main man in charge over Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Brandon Hutchinson. Alfie, thank you very much, man. What an, uh, what, what a... Way to ring me in, man. Thank you very much. I'm almost speechless. Well, Mr. Hutchinson, you're a big deal, sir. You are the main man in charge of one of the most prestigious tracks on the NASCAR circuit, the Atlanta Motor Speedway, as we get set for the Folds of Honor QT500 weekend, which is coming up here in just a, a matter of weeks here at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Can't set, uh, can't wait uh, for the NASCAR world to assemble. And this is obviously a big deal weekend for you guys, although you do a lot of events at Atlanta Motor Speedway throughout the year. NASCAR and the Folds of Honor QT500, one of the big events that you guys carry every single year. So tell us a little bit about what we could look forward to as fans when we arrive at Atlanta Motor Speedway beginning uh, Friday, March 13th. And for so many fans, probably a few days before that, as, they get, you know, as they'll be camping out over the whole entire week. Well, I, I tell you, you're right. The Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 weekend is the largest event that we put on each year. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an exciting time for us. We've been working hard, actually, since the checkered flag flew last year in preparation for the 2020 season. You know, it's our 60th anniversary. It's Jimmy Johnson's retirement year, and we're doing everything that we can to make sure that not only do the fans that come out and see uh, choose to be with us race weekend see great racing, but that they also are entertained throughout the rest of the weekend. So we've embarked on a 20-in-20 mission, which is we're doing 20 things to upgrade the facility, enhance it for the fans so that their weekend can be uh, as fun and memorable as it possibly can be. We've widened infield camping spaces. We've lowered ticket prices. And of course, 
the biggest one that we we've worked on is is changing the race date you know we fall a little later in the schedule this year we've got a brand new spring date so now we fall on st patrick's day weekend looking for a great time but that's just the tip of the iceberg of the things that we've done to change our facility upgrade the facility so that the fans can have a better entertaining weekend during the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500. And I've read over a lot of the upgrades you've done to the facility, as you mentioned. They're so great. And one of the ones that I really am impressed with, you, you have opened up kind of a, a kind of a bar area in the concourses. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. It is going to be fantastic. We blew out some, some staircases. We actually removed the lower three rows in a couple of the uh, upper Earnhardt sections. And what we've done is we've given the fans an opportunity. It's a 57-foot-long bar. So fans will have an opportunity to come up to Earnhardt Concourse area, sit at the bar, look up, watch TVs, look out, actually see the racetrack, see the racing action going on right in front of them, all while they sit there, have a cold beverage, hang out with their friends, charge their phones. It's a really cool area. We're going to have cornhole boards up there so that they can play a little bit of cornhole while they're watching the race too so just another one of the initiatives that that we really did to make sure that the fans can not just sit and watch a race but get up walk around hang out sit at the bar it's going to be a cool area i can tell you as it has taken shape i think that the fans are going to love it i know i've been very impressed with what's played out in front of us and uh, we're looking forward to opening it up and a lot of these changes you made as you said for the fans did you get a lot of fan input in a lot of these changes and did you reach out to them to get their input on on maybe things they thought needed to be changed or upgraded at the track well everybody's been to a restaurant and you've seen the comment cards that right. you can put in the box as you leave to tell the establishment how you've done we actually put out a voice of the fan survey and thousands and thousands of fans um, graciously take their time to fill out the survey and it really gives us the feedback we need so that we can drill down on the things that our fans are asking for and like i've said just a few minutes ago the date was one of the top items, so we worked hard with NASCAR to, to move our race into the spring. But, yeah, that, that's exactly what we do, Alfie. We, we listen to the fans, and we make changes to our facility based on what we feel like they want. So we've put in three bocce ball courts in the campgrounds. We've put in cornhole courts in the campgrounds. We've added Wi-Fi to the Bruton Smith Park area. We've widened the infield camping spaces by five feet. We've upgraded the TVs all along Concourse, so we've taken out the old box TVs. We've put in new flat screens. We've added drink rails to a lot of our grandstands, so fans will be able to go to the concession stand and then go back to their seat and actually have an area to put their hot dog, their hamburger, their Coke. So uh, we've added what is really cool. You know, We talked about the bar being something neat and cool. We've also added a thrill zone, and the thrill zone – is an area that the fans will be able to go up to come at, right as the cars come out of turn four. You'll be able to stand about three feet from the catch fence. Oh, and let me tell you, wow. when, those, when those drivers are coming out of turn four at about 185, 190 miles an hour, you'll be able to see into the car, see them really getting up on the steering wheel. And it's going to be a really cool addition that I think our fans will love. Speaking with Brandon Hutchinson, and another great thing about the race, Mr. Hutchinson, is that it includes two great, great entities, the Folds of Honor and Quick Trip. And if anyone knows me and has listened to this radio show for a long time, know what, uh, how big of a fan I am of Quick Trip. 
their hot dogs, their pizza, all the great food, which is one of the reasons uh, that I do enjoy covering. Not, not to say, you know, I'd hate to make it sound like that's the only reason I come out to AMS for that race weekend. But uh, you turn the media center into a quick trip, uh, a quick trip gas station, and I can go in there. Get so many great hot dogs, but also the Folds of Honor, which is another great addition to this uh, to this great race weekend. Tell us about working with Folds of Honor and QT to put this great weekend together. Well, Quick Trip has been such a phenomenal partner, and you just said it yourself. You know, Quick Trip for your listeners who haven't experienced Quick Trip food, oh. and listen. I'm the guy that you think about gas station food, and it, it's not top of the list when you're, when you're driving down the road. But let me right. tell you, Quick Trip does a phenomenal job in their, their food category. I, I think it's more of a, a food establishment now than maybe a gas station, but they've been great partners of ours. And, and listen, they brought in Folds of Honor, and if for no other reason, come out to Atlanta Motor Speedway and support the Folds of Honor these guys provide scholarships to the families of fallen or wounded warriors who may not be able to to get back to work right away and support their families. So if you've got a, a man or woman that has given the ultimate sacrifice to their country to protect our freedoms, they will actually give their kids scholarships all the way through college. And wow support those families, and it's just so cool to see um, Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney is is the president of, of Folds, and those guys just are phenomenal. So, like I said, if for no other reason, come out to Atlanta Motor Speedway during the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 and support that cause, you know. And then, again, Quick Trip has just been a great partner of ours for several years now. It's hard to beat partners that, that just work so closely with our military men and women. Um, it's just cool to see, and it's, it's exciting for us to be a part of it, and we look forward to it. It's something that every year we raise funds for Folds of Honor, and our fans raise funds for Folds of Honor. So like I said, just a great opportunity, not only for, for us to be able to work with such great partners, but for our local community to come out and support such a great cause. Now, as you mentioned earlier that the track is celebrating its 60th anniversary, which is really cool, and the track has changed so much uh, over the years since it first opened up to the uh, present day. Will you be doing anything during that race weekend to celebrate and honor the 60th anniversary of the track? Yeah, you know, we've been running 500-mile races races consecutively since July of 1960, longer than any other racetrack on the circuit consecutively. So, you know, we will be running decals on the cars. Our Insider Club members will be getting 60th anniversary decals. We've got a whole line of 60th anniversary merchandise. Something that we used to do in Victory Lane with, with pole day is we'd actually bring a pole into Victory Lane, and the, the driver who won the pole would actually get up, sit on a pole. We've brought the pole back. There's a couple other things that we're going to do that we're not ready to announce just yet, but it is a great opportunity. The 60th anniversary is special to us. And not to, not to mention, it's Jimmy Johnson's final time at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So if you're a Jimmy Johnson fan, it, whether you are or aren't, you're not going to get to see a seven-time champion any time 
in in the in the in the near future. So it's a great time to be able to come out, celebrate Jimmy Johnson, the great career that he's had. Maybe he can come out here, and if 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 our hometown boy Chase Elliott can't get a win, <laughs> then what better way to send Jimmy out than for him to get a win? You know, he's the most he's the winningest active driver on the circuit right now. So Atlanta has been very good to Jimmy. And we're going to honor Jimmy as well. So just a lot going on between the 60th, Jimmy's final race, the 20 and 20 initiative that we've we've brought on. So I think fans that have been out here before will see a lot of change that will will help them enjoy the weekend better. For the fans that haven't experienced a race at Atlanta Motor Speedway, they will get to see a up-to-date speedway that is really built around entertainment, not just racing. Well, I am truly excited. As a guy who's been to a lot of races at Atlanta Motor Speedway, I'm looking forward to seeing the updated look to the track. So very excited about that uh, personally. It all kicks off on uh, Friday, March 13th with Fast Friday qualifying. And then on Saturday, the doubleheader weekend with the Atlanta 250 and the uh, Georgia 200 double feature. You also will have some uh, Legends races that day as well. And then Sunday, the granddaddy of the day of the weekend, the Folds of Honor QT 500 NASCAR Cup Series race. Now, Mitchell Hutchinson, if any of our listeners want to get those last-minute tickets and make sure they're taken care of, camping, tickets, all of that, where can they go to get all that great information? Yeah, you know, don't forget, Alfie, kids are free on Friday and Saturday. And kids are only 10 bucks on Sunday. And they've changed the schedule up a little bit. So they'll qualify on Saturday, actually. So you've got a triple header on Saturday. Cup Series will qualify. The Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series will race. And the Xfinity Series will race all on Saturday. Friday, we'll have all kinds of on-track action all day with all three series practicing. And then it does culminate with the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 on Sunday, March 15th. You can go to AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com and check out all of our ticket specials. We've reduced ticket prices as part of 20 and 20. We've got a price point that's great for everybody. And if you want to speak to somebody live, which is what I recommend, you can call our, one of our ticket agents at 877-9-AMS-TIX. And they can really work with you to, to fit a package within your budget, fit a package within what you're looking for out of entertainment for the weekend, and just work with you throughout the whole process. So whether it's the concert pre-race that you're interested in or no alcohol seating or wider camping spaces in the infield or where'd you put in the new Wi-Fi, you know, our ticket reps can walk you through all of that. And we just hope that your listeners will come out and join us for the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 weekend. Well, I know I'll be in attendance for sure. So uh, Brandon Hutchinson, the executive vice president, general manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, joining us this week on uh, some of the recent gradients, we said the Folds of Honor QT 500 weekend, Friday, March 13th through Sunday, March 15th. Once again, Mr. Hutchinson, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us this week on uh, Southern Race Week Radio, and hopefully we'll talk to you again down the road, I'm sure closer, uh, once we get to actual race weekend. Alfie, your time's valuable. I appreciate it. You're in our backyard, so we'd love to have you out for race weekend, as well as your listeners. You know, it's a great time for us. A warm spring date is new for us, so hopefully people will choose to come out and join us. 